Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Episode one. Episode one. This is the pilot. This is where we take our baby and we kick it straight out of the nest. Exactly. <laughs> we just hope that it learns to fly. Oh, a lot like them. We are winging it. <laughs> we don't have much of a plan. No. You know, you come in here and you just talk about shit and you just hope that people want to listen to your shit. Exactly. We're not saying that we have the greatest advice or that our opinions are correct, but we're just, I don't know, we think it's, we're entertaining when it comes to uh, sharing our our opinions. And I feel like it's nice to hear other people's opinions anyway. It helps other people form their opinions or figure out, you know, what they don't like, what they do like, all of that. We think we're great and that's what matters. So, And that's all that matters for you guys too, as long as you think you're great. That's it. Yeah, so this is the Provocative Perspective, P-O-U-R, podcast. Where we give you the advice that you didn't ask for and that you didn't even know you needed. Maybe maybe something that we say will resonate with you. Maybe it'll touch upon something that's happening in your life right now. And, you know, hopefully if we change one person's life by giving them some semi-half-assed advice, then we've done our job. Exactly. That's what we're here for. The job we're not getting paid for. Oh, God. Freelance. All we need is some sponsors, you know, do do a little advertising in the middle. You know, HelloFresh, get at me. I will constantly advertise for you. You're the best. Get HelloFresh. (laughs) At me. Come on. At me, HelloFresh. Um, so basically this podcast is just going to be different, the weird advice that people get that old school advice that like, you know, grandpa told you one time when you skinned your knee, you know, just like that random stuff. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about it. We're going to apply it to our own situations. We're going to apply it to your situations And hey, if you like our advice and our views and our opinions, then it would be awesome if you wrote us in and asked for our advice because we like giving it. Apparently, that's why we're here. We're uh, professionals by any stretch of the (laughs) word, but, you know, sometimes it's just nice to have some random people's perspective. You know, we're going to have some fun along the way, hopefully. I mean, we'll be serious at times, but, you know, it's going to be fun as well. It may come as a shock to you, but we are not professionals. We are not MDs. Please do not ask us for medical advice. Please do not ask us for legal advice. We are not that kind of podcast. We are not those kinds of people. And we will probably kill you with our advice if you do that. So instead of having any sort of legal action upon us, we're just going to avoid that completely if we could. Yeah, that's probably the the best idea, (laughs) I think, as well, for sure. (laughs) Um, So a fun little thing that we thought would be cool to kick off each episode, we really wanted to portray the kind of advice that you get with your friends. You know, you go out for drinks with your girlfriends and you're like, hey, girl, what do I do? Um, My man's cheating on me, you know, da-da-da. And it's like, girl... Let's go out. Let's get a few drinks. Exactly. Just, Let's talk about it. You know, you text somebody, you're like, we need to get drinks. <laughs> like, you don't even say more than that. And you're just like, we need to get we drinks. We need to get and drinks. Then and then you it's know. Like, 
spill it. They got spill, spill it, spill the tea. Spill you got to work it out. So we thought it would be fun to start each episode with what we're drinking tonight because um, that's what we do. So if you are 21 plus, you can feel free to join us. We're always going to post what we're drinking and if it's a cocktail, like the recipe for it. Um, and you can drink it along with us. Only if you're 21 plus, please drink responsibly. We are not condoning any sort of irresponsible drinking, so um, yeah, or don't. alcohol consumption by minors. So please, it's probably not a good idea to listen to this podcast on your commute <laughs> while drinking the, the, the cocktail that we just will lay out. So yeah, definitely don't. Please uh, don't do it in your vehicle. No road sodas. No, no. no. Mm. But of course, no judgment here. What you do on your own time is none of our business. Exactly. Just don't hold us accountable. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So tonight I am drinking, uh, I got a Goose Island IPA mixer the other day. This is the Paper Umbrella Tropical IPA from that mix pack. This was a really good mix pack. Um, I really love IPAs and this was a good one. So I'm going to get that nice crack in here. Hold on. There we go. All right. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to say I practiced, but... My God, am I thirsty. <laughs> Jake, what are you drinking? So um, I actually already finished the first one. Um, fun fact, I used to be a bartender. So, you know, I try my best. I'm not saying I'm the best bartender, but I enjoy making drinks. And I enjoy making drinks that people like to drink. As you'll see pictured on the Instagram um, I was drinking a pomegranate um, citron lemon lemon vodka martini. Um, all I did was just put in. It it really depends on how strong you like your martinis. I like rocket fuel myself, so I usually put in about three shots of vodka around that, give or take. Um, and then I just bought the palm pomegranate juice, and honestly. The recipe on this is very fast and loose. You got to just know how you like it to taste. Um, And when you put in that, um, the pomegranate juice, it just shouldn't look too pink. And then you'll know you've put enough. It should look like pomegranate juice still. That's kind of like the amount you'll need. And that's the only two things in there. Little pro tip, make sure you put a piece of ice and some water into your martini glass and let it chill while you're making the drink because it actually makes you drink lasts longer, keeps it colder. And you're a classy bitch. Mm. Well, it's in the name. We are a provocative podcast. If you are young and immature and you don't think that you can handle some swears and some sexual innuendos and more mature talk, then you can just sign out right now. Uh, Don't tell your mom that we we talked to you about this. (laughs) And we won't either. (laughs) Your secret's safe with us, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can handle us, you know... Dropping some f bombs and you know talking about a whole array of things. This is going to be no holds barred. Really trying to not censor ourselves in any way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't want to be completely like rogue with this yeah. and just be like spinning from the ceiling fan or anything. But you know, we're we're just we want to be completely authentic in ourselves. Um, and we can't do that if we're censoring and holding back. So exactly, uh, if you can handle us, welcome. Exactly. One of the reasons, too, 
I guess, one, one of the things that kind of brought us to this conclusion. We've been, little background, we've been friends um, for a very long time. Very <laughs> Not long to date time. us, but <laughs> since high school. And so that's been about, what, 11 years? I'm only 19, so it's really only, no. <laughs> I've never done this before. I'm only 21. <laughs> I knew. I'm only 21. Um, no, you couldn't be 19 or you wouldn't be drinking that beer. I know, I'm not. I'm actually turning. We don't turning, condone that. I'm turning 30 next month. It's, I'm turning, yeah. I'll be 30 next year. So we're both um, 30. And we're going to be 30 and hurdy. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we've known each other for a very long time. And we were talking the other day about long-term goals. And um, it came up that we both were looking to do something creative like this. Um, a podcast or YouTube or anything like that. And um, I, one of us remembered that when we used to hang out at her family's house on the back deck, there were at least one time that um, her mother was hurt us. I don't know. We were loud anyway. She probably was just in the kitchen. And <laughs> I'm not as fuck. She was either that or she was eavesdropping. But either way, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all right, Mom. We know you a nosy bitch. It's fine. It's fine. But she had said, you know... I remember being like, you do realize I can hear everything you're saying in here, right? (laughs) And she's just like, you know, you guys are really funny to listen to. You guys should be on the radio or something because, you know, you're very entertaining to listen to and it's very natural. So we kind of figured then why don't we just show our personalities and just kind of we mesh well together and we bounce off each other well. So why not make a podcast where we try to help people and just, you know, show our personalities in our true selves why don't we literally just have a natural conversation and just record it because this is how we interact with each other all the time whether we're just sitting in the kitchen or sitting around a fire or you know at the bar or whatever uh we're just constantly just like conversations flowing and mm-hmm. we're just you know jake's one of those people i don't even think we introduced ourselves no, we didn't. <laughs> so that's so rude by the way <laughs> oh my and god that's I'm ashley so, i'm so rude by the way i'm ashley this is jake what's your name <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah this is just our our banter back and forth is just so natural and it doesn't stop and uh i think that that sometimes makes for really good conversation mm-hmm. to even just be on the outside listening in. So we hope that you enjoy it. Absolutely. And please take everything we would say on here with a grain of salt. <laughs> because to be honest, sometimes we're just trying to have fun and we're yeah. just trying to make each other laugh and make you guys laugh because in these crazy trying times, and we're not going to talk about those crazy trying times too much because no one wants to talk about that. Um, we'll try our best to kind of keep light on the subject. We want it to be light and fun. And, um, yeah, we just want it to be a place that people can come relax, maybe, you know, learn a little bit or, you know, maybe just expand their mind a little bit as far as perspective goes, whether it be (laughs) provocative or not. Um, and if you like what you hear, you want to support us, you want to follow us. Uh, In order to make this feel really real, we kind of jumped the ball here and we started all of our social medias and everything already. So it would be awesome if you could follow us. You can follow us at Twitter at ProvocativePour, P-O-U-R. 
Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Provocative Perspective and Facebook at Provocative Perspective. So if you could follow any of those, that'd be great. If you ever want to write us in, maybe you want to write about some great advice that you have gotten. Maybe your grandpa gives really funny advice. Maybe, you know, a friend should have listened to the advice that you gave. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're looking for advice yourself on something. You can always email us. Uh, at provocativeperspective at gmail.com. Uh, we will probably, at some point, once we start getting letters in, we'll start maybe doing shorter episodes mm -hmm. where we just read the letters and give you our advice. That'd be fun. Exactly. So, we weren't exactly sure, this being the first episode, how we wanted to do this. So, we decided to just write down a bunch of advice that we've been given or just that old school advice, classic advice, whatever. We whether it wrote be good it all or bad. down. And whether it's good or bad, it's know. funny, you know, whatever. And we're just going to talk about it. So we've got this, I wish you could see, this beautiful bunt pan. Well, they can see. Oh, you can see here. We are actually doing a, a recording as well for Instagram. So this is the bunt pan full of all of our yes. beautiful ideas Goodies. come to fruition. Oh, yes. Who wants to choose? You can go first. Go right ahead. You're such a gentleman. What can I say? Who? This is one of yours. Oh man. <laughs> I already see the word. Oh, the pressure. <laughs> I wrote in purple pen because I stole a pen from a certain gym that I'm not going to name because <laughs> they don't pay me unless you want to <laughs> at me. <laughs> this is a perfect first one. If you've got them by the balls, their hearts and minds will follow. <laughs> Which is honestly very provocative yet true, though. Provocative yet true, and that's what we're here for. Exactly. I think one story that comes to mind when I think of that, because honestly, sometimes it's hindsight 2020, you know, and sometimes you just have no idea that at the time you had someone by the balls. So we went to the same high school. We're not going to name it. Um, I had a teacher, a language teacher for foreign language. I'm not going to tell what it was, but um, <laughs> <laughs> there was... One time, so I'm terrible with foreign language. I'm terrible with language in general. And we were in class one day. Um, Ashley wasn't in the class, but our mutual friend Kate, which is one of my best friends and her best friends as well, been friends forever, um, was in that class. And usually I talk a very, a very, a very lot. <laughs> Does that make sense? I talk a lot. I talk a very, very, very I talk very a very lot. lot. Um, I talk a lot. And most of the time I'd get in trouble for talking in nine out of ten. It had nothing to do with the foreign language I was trying to learn. Um, well, this time I really was trying to help her understand something that for once I understood. So I'm trying to explain to her, you know, hey, I forget what I was even saying, you know, parlez vous, blank, 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 whatever. <laughs> and he kept being like, the teacher was like, parlez vous français? <laughs> exactly. He was like, stop talking. And I was just like, I'm trying to explain to her. And he kept cutting me off saying, stop talking. So I just like, kept talking. Aren't you supposed to be saying that in French? Exactly. I was just <laughs> like, yeah. Je parle français. Like, please. Um, so I just. Shut le fuck off. Exactly. So at that point, I had already had it because it was like two times he cut me off like that. And I was just trying to explain to her. And finally, he got so fed up with me, he flipped out and he went to the phone and he was just like, <laughs> he kept being like, all right, how, how would you like me to call the office? How would you like me to send you the office? I'm going to call the guidance counselor. How'd you like that? Well, I was so fed up. 
That was black outrage. <laughs> that I basically was just like, good, do it. Do it. Call them. Good. I'd love to go talk to them. <laughs> like, I was just like, do it. I literally was like, you won't. You- do it. Call. You won't. Well, little did I know at the time. So then he ends up hanging up the phone, looking at me sternly, and then going to the board and just continuing like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I had gotten him, him in trouble a year before because the year before he laughed at me because my homework was all wrong and pointed and laughed. Hmm. And like, li- like, I know that sounds crazy, but that's literally what he did. And everyone around me was I like, what? I wonder if it's what? the same teacher that said something so fucked up to me. He like, this is like 2000 and what year did I graduate? It must have been 2006. And he, <laughs> I said something and I was like, you can't, oh, you can't say no, that. You don't say you that. You can't say, you say that. that. No. That's not, uh-uh. It's not okay. Uh-uh, no, no. Nope. So he got in a lot of trouble for that too. I wonder if it was the same teacher. It might have been. Well, Bro. I just know that I had gotten him in trouble. So I didn't even think about it, but I had him by the balls because... I had already gotten him in trouble once and uh, my mom's a tiger mom and had called yeah. and, you know, ripped them a new one. So I had him by the balls and I had no idea. And guess what? His heart and every fucking else <laughs> part of him fucking followed too because I had him by the fucking balls. His heart fell out of his asshole. Mm-hmm. And this is the same teacher that one time he wore a white dress shirt with nothing else under it. And I knew there was nothing else under it. And we all knew there was nothing else under it because he sweated and you oh. could see his pimp ginger nipples directly (laughs) through the shirt and i mean hey you know i'm all for a free show and everything but no thank you Mm -mm. (laughs) no thank Mm -mm. you Uh -uh. nobody wants sweaty nipples while they're just trying to learn some some beautiful foreign language exactly no no one needs that no no Mm -mm. so i mean i think this is decent advice (laughs) i mean i feel like this isn't always something you'll know at the time Well, I think that's a really good perspective because I think immediately people think, I think you hear heart and you immediately associate it with relationship advice. So I think that that's a really interesting perspective Mm. that you could have pretty much anybody that you want by the balls as long as you aren't afraid to go up to them and just shove your hand. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say shove your hand down their pants. Just grab it. Just grab Um, it. Not... We need consent. You, you need, need consent. consent. You we'll need, say that. You, you, <laughs> we'll say, yeah, you need consent. We're, we're talking about someone's metaphorical balls. Yeah, yeah, grab them by their emotional balls. <laughs> grab them by their metaphors. And metaphors. <laughs> just, just jostle them around a little Juggle bit. Juggle them between your fingers. <laughs> like those Chinese yeah, stress balls. Exactly. <laughs> you just gotta... You just gotta Sometimes yeah, you just gotta... Yeah, get the balls. Like you're swirling a fine whiskey in a glass. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I mean, for me, that's that's kind of where my head goes at first. I don't, I can't think of like a specific time where I had somebody buy the balls, but I feel like just sometimes, just you being you, you got somebody buy the balls. Like I think there have been so many times where you find out later on in life, like, oh, I had such a crush on you, and blah blah, and it's like. You had no idea, like, and. You but were you just, had a crush on them, living, so it's like you well, had you them just, by the balls. You were just you living no your daily, and they saw you, and they were like, "Damn, she can fondle my balls anytime," and or he, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no judgment here, but um, yeah, I, I feel like sometimes 
you don't even know that you have the upper hand. Um, but I feel like this is mostly talking about just just being assertive mm. and you no, know, you want something, go for it and whatever. Be firm, be stern. Be firm. If you want something, go for it. And usually, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be rewarded for that. And mm-hmm. the reward I guess would be their heart. So Or in, in any other genre. I think it's just in general you can sway people if you ha- I mean, in in worse ways, you could say politically. I mean, there's certain people that have, you know, the majority of people by the balls. um, And, you know, their minds and hearts are following, which doesn't necessarily mean it's genuine. But, I mean, just in general, like, at a, a, like, that kind of a climate, you can definitely see whose balls are in a vice and whose aren't. God, that's a good point. The government's got all of our balls in a vice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My and heart may not be in it, but my money sure is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's close enough because my money means a hell of a lot to me. <laughs> so it does. It, that's This is a real scratchy. I mean, if, if anybody has um, an example of a time that they had somebody by the balls, whether they... Not physically, I mean, you know. Or, or, physically. or physically. We're not, I we're mean, not, hey. we are not against <laughs> might not get It might not get shared, but we'd still appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we're not against softcore porn. It's, no. It's the hardcore that, you know. That we, we really to. like. <laughs> <laughs> but cannot. But cannot but share. But cannot share with you. No. Copywriting. <laughs> this is and, in the privacy of my yeah. own home. Hardcore pornography in my apartment. <laughs> In my in this home of God, like, what is going on? What is going on in this house today? What is going on? Apparently, oh shit! I guess your parents kind of got you by the the metaphorical balls too, because it's like you know your parents give you fucking everything, you know, and you just. They kind of have, have you listen. by the yeah. They have you by the when you're a kid, balls. you really do have. They got you by the balls yeah. for the most part. I mean, there are some exceptions to this. I mean, we've all had friends that it seems like it's an absentee absentee parent that you know they don't know. Ain't nobody got them by the balls. Like <laughs> they don't, you know. Which, but a lot of people, it's true. A lot of kids, mm-hmm. you're right. Their parents have them by the balls because yeah. in most cases, though. You're living in your parents' house. Mm-hmm. You're eating your parents' food. Especially nowadays, it's it's hard. It's hard for people to move out. Oh you know? God, yeah, it, it is. Who the fuck can afford a two grand, like one bed, one bath, fucking apartment right now? Like nobody can no. afford that. Nobody can afford that on a fifteen dollar an hour sat. Like Mm-mm. you know, you can't. You can't. No. No. It's no. It, exactly. And it's true. It's just kind of like li- it's you either grab life by the balls or life has you by the balls. Yeah. And it seems like like not to be <laughs> super negative, but it seems like nowadays there's <laughs> more times than not life has you by the balls, Ugh. not the opposite, which I mean, I get it at this point. It is what it is. And we need to do what we need to do to be safe and healthy and, you know, evolve. However, we're going to evolve our regular day life. Um, into how it's going to be, but you know, well, we'll have the world by the balls again. Totally. You know, we may be missing those balls right now, but I will you know. put those balls directly in my mouth when we get them back. Oh my god, for sure. But classily, 
Oh my god, with, with class. With so much class. Oh my god, with nothing with like with nothing like with Revere. Pinky up. Oh. Mm. That's okay. why. I, I will never going. take life for granted again. Or balls. <laughs> no, honestly. But like, isn't, don't, what is, what's the saying? Balls is life? Or no, it's ball is life. <laughs> ball is life. I'm sorry. <laughs> Had on a bumper sticker, huh? Oh man, this is <laughs> this is a chintzy one for the first yeah for the first episode. Doing our best. I feel like yeah, <laughs> I feel like this one has such a negative con con connotation. Is that the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, because when you say you've got somebody by the balls, it really is so like aggressive. It feels like um, there's one party that has an unfair advantage. Definitely. Is how yeah, it feels. Because this is basically saying, you know, grab them by the balls and, like, you know, you can get whatever you want, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Oh, my um, God. You can do whatever you want. You can just grab them by the balls. <laughs> just grab them <laughs> by know? the pussy, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, it's... I don't really think this is the greatest advice to give somebody. Um... I don't think it is either. I think because this more applies. I think you don't always realize that you have somebody by the balls. I feel like for the most part, like no one really realizes it until after the fact. I mean, I don't think there's been very many a times that I knew I had somebody the ball, somebody by the balls <laughs> and knew that I could, I had the upper hand and I could say whatever I wanted. Like what that's that? not, um, <laughs> you know. That's not a, a common thing. So I feel like it's not the best advice, but it definitely gets you to, to think in a different way, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess it's not saying, like, grab them by the balls. It's saying if you've got them by the yeah. balls. So it could just be, like, mayhaps you put your hand out and a pair of balls falls. They pre- get presented. They are presented to you in you a know? beautiful package. A little satchel. A little bow on top. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you just you just take them, and that's that. You got them. Yeah. When you're in a relationship with somebody, they've presented their balls to you, right? So. I mean, at least in a like loving one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, honey. Like, honey. <laughs> I mean, more than relationships have seen balls. I mean, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. In a in a way, that's true. In a relationship, I feel like in a way, in a a healthy relationship that's fully fair and functioning, um, it should be uh, two ways. You know, each of you should have each other by the balls. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You should you know, be double fisting both your own and your partner's balls. Exactly. Um, when do you feel like this advice? would be positive like when like in what situation it was somebody like jake do you have any advice for me would you be like well if you've got them by the balls i guess it would be for me like the only kind of thing i could think of is um i mean maybe if it was some sort of a court case you know because Mm. if you know you've got them by the balls as far as like evidence and everything that you're going to actually convince them I mean, then you kind of have the jury by the balls or the judge, depending on who's making the decision. And their hearts and minds will And the follow. hearts and minds are going to follow because <clears throat> you have them by the balls as, as far as them believing you because everything they've give, that you've given them shows that clearly, you know, you have evidence. This is real. Like, they can't 
refute that. You have them by the balls. Mm-hmm. What about you? Is there anything you can think of? I feel like getting somebody by the balls in some cases is, it, it almost sounds like you're getting what you want, but in reality, like if I were trying to like put this into relationship advice and I'm trying to win somebody's heart or their mind and I want to get them by the balls, I'm trying to give them what they want. So like I'm trying to win them over, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like if it were somebody who wanted to like gain the attention of somebody and I was like, well, in order to get their heart, you got to get them by the balls. You got to give them what they want. Show them that you're the person that they should be going for yeah. and then their heart and mind will follow. So, so grab like the attention of their balls. Ex- yes. <laughs> Bring the balls to attention and uh, get it that way. That's kind of what I would think. Well, anyway. Should we do a second one or should we stay? I think we could do a second one. Let's All see. right, guys. Let's do see. a second one. Let's Come try on, another yeah. one. Let's try another one. So we're going to put that one aside. All right, it's your turn to pick. Ooh, ooh, ow. <laughs> Shake up the bunt pan of truth. Right? Bump up the bunt. Okay, this one's a good one. This one's definitely a good one. Um, Hard life lesson. Uh, The way someone treats you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Mm. Which is, I think, a very... um, I think this is good advice because this really uh, puts you in a good perspective as far as understanding other people when they may have wronged you or, you know, all of that kind of thing. Or if they're insulting you, picking on you. This one resonates with me a lot because obviously working in a salon, I see a lot of women come in and out and you hear a lot of negative, just like self hate. Like Mm. a, a lot of women have a lot of image issues and a lot of them come to surface in the salon. You're going there to look beautiful and maybe you haven't really been feeling beautiful, especially right now when everybody's feeling really shitty and you know, mental health is at an all-time low right now. But people come in and they just talk about how they wish they could lose weight or they wish that you know, they looked prettier or you know, whatever. Uh, they joke about showing you a picture from like Instagram for their hair inspiration. They're like, can you make me look like her? And you're like, (laughs) bitch, no, I cannot make you look like Mila Kunis. I am not a fucking magician. Like I'm here to do your hair. Sorry. (laughs) But you know, you hear too the way that people talk about others. And I do feel like that's a reflection of the way that they feel about themselves Um, There was one particular time when I was dieting and I was losing a little bit of weight. I just kind of wanted to like lose my baby weight. I have a four-year-old, so I just wanted to like look good and feel good. Um, And my boss had a client in the chair who uh, had commented on how much weight I had lost. And she kind of made a comment about Like, she asked me how much I had lost. And at the time, I think I had lost, like, 13 pounds or something like that. And she was just like, oh, I would have thought it was a lot more. And it was just this, like, really weird 
backhanded compliment almost like she thought she was mm. complimenting me by saying like wow you look like you've lost way more than that you fat bitch <laughs> <laughs> but um you know my boss said something to me afterwards and was just like oh like that was so rude and I just was like yeah but I'm not gonna let it bother me because this woman is also a woman who I hear in the chair constantly ragging on herself, like constantly saying that she's so unhappy with the way that she looks mm -hmm. and, you know, she's really athletic and beautiful and it always like boggled my mind that she felt that way, but it always seems to be the people who are the hardest on themselves that seem to kind of project it on other people. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's my thought on that. Makes sense. I mean, I've had, I mean, I'm going to be a little general with this one, I guess. Um, uh, definitely in college and mostly in high school, I guess I would have to, I don't know if I could really think of a specific person in high school. So I guess I'll be kind of more general, but, um, there were definitely times that, uh, being gay was not great. And there were guys that definitely, uh, made it a lot harder to be gay. So they were definitely make fun of me and say, you know, all the slurs and all that kind of a thing. Um, but it just, it's funny to see that some of those people later on in life, they came out mm -hmm. and they're gay. Mm -hmm. So them actually trying to make fun of me and really, you know, put me down for that. They were really putting themselves down for that and it's trying to, instead of being the one being made fun of for it, mm -hmm. they were, you know, cutting to the chase and doing it to other people instead. So I just think it's kind of funny that, you know, they, if whether they saw that in themselves at the time or not, um, yeah, they turned out to be gay anyway, so. I'm so glad, I'm so glad you brought that topic up too because I feel like it, you see it so much in like the LGBT Sure. I'm yeah. missing. I'm missing There's some letters. Q and and then some. we respect yeah. all of them. Oh my god, yeah, for sure. So much. You know, I, I feel like you see so much of that because people are so afraid to come out themselves that mm. they'll project on people who are so openly out and they're out to their friends, they're out to their family, and they dress the way they want to and they act the way that they want to. And these people want so badly to do that that they just can't understand how these people can just walk around being mm -hmm. themselves. And it's like the thought is so foreign to them. And I feel like they just get just the shit beat out of them mentally for it. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Even parents, like, you know, parents are sometimes the toughest critics to you. You know, they they want you to be their like legacy mm -hmm. I feel especially I feel and I hate to stereotype but I feel like you know fathers with their sons especially so when they ever find out that their son is gay you hear so many stories about the dad being so you know like not understanding mm. at all because they want their son to be like the, you know, football, football coach and, you know, the, you know, star player and, you know, be a doctor and a whatever. And you can still be all of those things if you're gay. Like, that's not going to 
to stop you from doing those things. If you were going to do them, you were going to do them. You know, being gay has nothing to do with it. Um, I think a lot of it, too, it's people not even if they're not gay, sometimes it's just them projecting onto you the fact that you're able to live freely, mm -hmm. be yourself, be authentic, Mm -hmm. where they may have some sort of a toxic masculinity, quote unquote, kind of a, (laughs) a thing not to use that kind of a buzzword thing. But, you know, sometimes it is they feel like they can't be authentic. So it's the fact that you are so. Um, brazened and being authentically you, they want to pull you down for that. They may not see that in themselves that they're gay. They may not be, but they may not see that they're, that they're being authentic. So they want to take you down for it, you know? Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess this one too, it's like that whole thing where people say, you know, um, be kind because, you know, you don't know what um, what kind of a struggle other people are going through, which is very true, where I think that if we had that kind of humility in this kind of a case, mm-hmm. there'd be a lot less of this, a lot less of people projecting onto other people, a lot less of um, underhanded uh, compliments and uh, back, backhanded yeah, compliments. Yeah, backhanded you know? compliments, man. I feel like... As a girl, or I shouldn't even say as a girl, but just in my, in my own life, I felt like other girls were constantly like, you know, fucking. You think of like Mean Girls, and when she's just like, oh my god, I love that skirt, and then like behind her back, she's just like the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's yeah. so true when you're in high school and middle school, like that is the time in your life when you feel the absolute shittiest about yourself. You are so fucking unsure of who you are as a person, of who you're meant to be, who, who your parents want you to be, who your friends want you to be, who your teachers want you to be, and you're just trying to figure everything out, and everybody's so insecure, and, you know, everybody's trying to figure their shit out, and I feel like middle school for me especially was a time when people and even myself I'll completely admit it you're just like going at people it's like you're constantly attacking other people for the things that you wish that you were you had the confidence to be Mm -hmm. um I can remember so many times like I was a bully to a couple of people I don't like admitting that now because I really try to be nice to everybody but I just you know, you're so uncomfortable with yourself. Oh my gosh, That yeah. the minute you see somebody doing something that you want to do, jealousy sets in. And jealousy is so ugly. It is really, really not pretty oh, no. on anybody. Um, and yeah. It's and I just, think I, I mean, in middle school, I even went through a phase like that where I was hanging out with the wrong people mm-hmm. who ended up, Thank God I didn't end up hanging out with them forever because later in life, last I had heard, uh, they had gone to jail because they were stealing copper pipes out of the basements <laughs> of houses. And he's got like three teeth left. So thankfully, we didn't hang out for very long. A real role model, yeah, really. Yeah, honestly, really. It was really, you know, thank you for being a friend, that <laughs> bullshit. But um, I remember being mean with him and like he got other people to be mean. And I just remember... Like, it wasn't even so much me projecting things onto them that they were doing that I wanted to do. It was more of having that power. 
I was a little, I was overweight and I had gone to Catholic school. So like I, and I had glasses, braces and an inhaler. So (laughs) bingo, (laughs) bingo. Baby, how did you not learn Nerd bingo, nerd bingo. Um, Exactly. Without the good grades. So go figure. Um, But um, I think it was just having the power of, instead of feeling the terrible way it was making someone else feel that yes and you, feeling that power and you almost got drunk with that power yeah you because, want people to feel as shitty as you feel yes. because you are just at your lowest low and you're just like i want to bring everybody down mm. with me how dare you be happy yeah. when i'm suffering like i mean there was times like it was more just like i was like i don't know if i'd say afraid to go to school but like a, like a little bit, like dreaded. There's it. an Super anxiety, like uh, yeah, you just a dread exactly. Exactly. You just don't want to even step foot on that bus or in that cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So you to, think everybody's staring at you. Mm-hmm. You think like please. So to get rid of that fear and that like sense of not having any power, that was kind of what it was for me. Where it was mm-hmm. like, you know. I was seeing, actually, I kind of, I guess it was kind of projecting because I was seeing the weak person in myself mm-hmm. and them and attacking that, I guess. Did yeah, you, it was terrible. Did you ever feel insecure in middle school listeners? Please write us in about it. Write us in about your experiences when you felt shitty and maybe you treated somebody mm. crappy or somebody treated you crappy and later you found out maybe why they were treating you so shitty. Like, I feel like there's a lot of that with mm. like parental stuff like people like you know oh yeah their family yeah there's like stuff family going on their stuff family. No yeah one knew. exactly yep, nobody knows and you're like you know I, there's so many i mean a lot of, a lot of the times it's like movies and shows and stuff but you know there's like the kid who's the bully at school and mm-hmm. he's beating on everybody and whatever and then you go home and he's like getting the shit beat out of him by his parents or Mm -hmm. you know maybe he's just like being neglected or whatever you just never know why somebody is acting the way that they are exactly exactly which can go both ways really and they Mm -hmm. should realize they don't know what the people that uh they're doing that to they Mm -hmm. don't know what they're dealing with either but then there's also a really positive side to this as well where there are people that just like emit amazing energy like they just come into the room and it's so cliche but they're like their smile just brightens the room they're just a really happy person they're constant Mm -hmm. good energy you know and those people are the people that you know you don't hear them really talking bad about people you don't really see them you know being shitty to others they're the ones that my friend just told me the other day that she loves having leftovers because she you before covid and shit she used to give them to like homeless people and i was like bitch i love my leftovers (laughs) i eat them i I bring them home and i eat them for three fucking days i love leftovers but it's like then i felt so shitty. I was like, am I a bad fucking person? Because shit, like I love having a fucking large pizza to myself because I can take like half of a pizza home with me. But so I don't have to pack a lunch. Yeah, it's just she was just like, you know, I would I would eat and then we would be walking through, you know, Providence or whatever. And there would be a homeless man and I would give 
him the rest of my food. And she's like, on some aspect, people think, wow, that's really nice. On some, they're like, oh, you just gave somebody fucking half-eaten food. So, you know, I guess it's really all in your um, your perception of it. But I thought that that was a really sweet thing. And she's just such a sweet person. Mm. And, you know, that was just so cool to hear about because you don't hear stuff like that. No. You know? And that's another thing, like the way that you treat homeless people, the way that you treat anybody who has lesser um, privilege than mm. you. Like, mm-hmm. you've got to treat everybody with respect, man, or you're never going to have respect for yourself. Exactly. You know, think of how shitty you feel when you treat somebody shitty. Mm-hmm. That's just going to be a downward spiral. Exactly. You know? It's very true. Yeah, it, it only breeds crappy feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe we should post our um, middle school, uh, middle school picture. <laughs> oh Ugh. no! Ugh. Maybe not. Oh no! There was um, there was something going around recently that was like, oh, post your like <laughs> like your glow up or something, and I had one of those stupid frames <laughs> where it's like a schoolhouse and it's like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and it goes all the way to twelfth grade. The fucking jump <laughs> from eighth grade to ninth grade. I wouldn't even call it a glow up. It was like I fell into a fucking hot topic makeup section and <laughs> like I had like so much eyeliner on whatever, but I think my glow up had to do with a really difficult breakup that I went through over the summer and I just was like I am going to reinvent myself. You know that glow up that happens oh after God, a big yeah. breakup. You are just like I am going to fuck that spite glow up. Oh my like, god. Yes. Yeah, you got to just do it all. You got to do it up. You got to be your best self because fuck the people who let you go. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. They are going to see what they lost. You're oh going to see, like, see it. For me not in middle school, but this last um, heartbreak I had <laughs> um, right before COVID I spite lost about 30 pounds fuck yeah in, babe I think it was 5 months about that and I was in like the best shape of my life and then COVID hit and, mm-hmm. oh, lol spite is the, spite's the best oh, motivation spite is, oh my god when you're yeah and I think spite in that sense was like the healthiest motivation because mm. it did it helped me to work through a lot of stuff yeah. and everything but I think my glow up in middle school excuse me middle school again would be eight to nine mm-hmm. um I did just like uh what is it she's all that was that the movie <laughs> yeah. the one where um they oh were you like, walked down the stairs she- with no glasses yeah, on exactly. and they were like oh my like, god how could she ever be prom queen she's got glasses and she's got you know <laughs> oh, overalls she, oh she paints oh, and she paints um yeah and so what i did was i got contact lenses um my braces were taken off uh still didn't shake the inhaler um but i had <laughs> but you you were better at hiding it exactly you just hyperventilated when nobody was looking exactly 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 um and i ran track so that only and when I say I ran tracked, I like dragged bloody stumps, basically. 
Um, they, I was so bad, they only put me in the 100-meter dash because they had to put me in something. They could not put me in anything. I don't even know what so, that means because I'm so not You athletic. run for 100 meters. How, how much is a meter for the girl who uses feet? I have no idea. <laughs> what do I look like? A fucking scientific calculator? If you know the difference between a meter and a foot, please... Write us in at Provocative Perspective Podcast. Please let these fucking idiots know (laughs) what it is. Listen, like I said, I don't have a fucking PhD. I'm not trying to pretend to be anybody I'm not. um... I think that's about it for uh, this question. And maybe we should, (laughs) should we wrap this thing up? I think, I think it is ready to get wrapped up and put away until the next time. Um, we still haven't come up with a really good tagline. If you can think of a good tagline for what we're doing, maybe for some way to send off. it off. Yeah. Let's just, um, maybe it'll just come organically. Maybe every time that we're ending the show, we just say something different until something sticks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, um, we hope that you enjoyed the first pilot episode uh give us your feedback uh please follow us on all of our social medias um again you can follow us at twitter at provocative poor p-o-u-r uh you can find us on instagram at provocative poor perspective and facebook at provocative poor perspective send us any of your email provocative poor perspective at gmail.com um and uh we will see you guys when we record our our big boy and girl episode hopefully with a real recording studio not our phones that's 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 the real goal (laughs) hopefully hopefully if not the next one um maybe the one after that but we're hoping to get that asap so we can give you guys the best quality that we can um and hopefully uh hopefully you guys had fun and uh Maybe uh, stimulated your own minds on some things. Mm. Definitely send us in any uh, advice you can think of or anything you need advice on. And we'd be more than happy to uh, dissect it and give it, give you our uh, provocative perspective. <laughs> <laughs> um, because with a provocative mind comes a provocative perspective. Yes, yes. <laughs> And so meaty. <laughs> um goodbye. Goodbye.